0: Welcome back to the Blue Guys. This is Mike here. Say hello, Brian. Hello. Check us out on Twitter at BK Guys. Check us out on Nets Daily, Almighty Baller Network, and of course, iTunes, search Glue Guys. Brian. Michael. How you doing? Pretty good. Um, how are you doing? <laughs> good. Uh, we, we have a special guest tonight as we, we continue our string of yeah. award-winning podcasts. Yeah, it's been quite a run. The Iron Eagle one was a huge hit, it seems like. Popped off, big time. Uh, we were in the... We were on HoopSype. Oh, yeah. We made it all the way to Hoops Hype. Uh We kind of made it in. Did you see what we were? Okay. So did you see our write-up in the New York Post about us? What? No. What? All right. I'll show you it because it's – well, I mean, I so oh, it's strange because online it shows us of – shows up, up as our names. It shows like the glue guys mm-hmm. and it says our names. So I, I got in the post once before when I was uh when
1: I was 25. Uh, it was the I was it was at the first Nets preseason game and a reporter came up to me and asked me what I thought of the Barclays Center and how to compare it to MSG and I said Barclays Center puts MSG to shame. It's embarrassing. They <laughs> got in. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly because I, I knew if it wasn't hyperbolic, it wasn't gonna it wasn't yeah. to go anywhere.
0: All right, so this is <clears throat> so um if you didn't listen to the Iron Eagle interview, you have to. There's a lot of good nuggets about trades and yeah. blah 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 blah. Uh, but in terms of uh, how we were written up in the New York Post, I will zoom in briefly. But this is um, so if you go to that middle middle bar, essentially what it is is it says Ein Eagle spoke to spoke about trade possibilities to a podcast. Oh man, Did you
1: get it? To- <laughs>
0: <laughs> doesn't doesn't yeah. name which podcast? <laughs> I mean, yeah. No hate. Is that
1: <laughs> yeah? Is it no hate? I feel like you're about to write an angry email to the post. No, because I,
0: I get it as a newsman. Yeah. I understand what happened here. Because yeah. on the online write-up, I believe it said our names. Um, and this is print, though. Mm. And mm. I'll, I'll send this to you so you can put it up on your please, wall. Please, please, yeah. Um, My folks are going to want that for the fridge. <laughs> our name got edited out of the print edition, All right, unfortunately. All right. What are you going to do? Yeah. So it was a newsy interview. I mean, there's plenty, plenty to dig in out of that. And tonight we're going to have Chris Thompson from, well, Drummer from Vampire Weekend, and he is a solo project. And more importantly, big Nets fan, big Nets fan, and a Jersey guy, and a Jersey guy. Um, and actually, if you if speaking of jerseys, if you look at pretty much anything, any picture of him, he's wearing a Nets jersey. Yeah. Seems to be in every picture.
1: That's that's probably going to be one of the early questions. What's in his quiver? <laughs> Do you have any uh, Wizards jerseys?
0: Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah. that. Yeah, um, not. Uh, let me just make sure I got my phone. So when he calls in, he calls in. Um, yeah. So. So I found out about uh,
1: our little hoops have success at the inside the Billboard Lounge <laughs> at uh, at the Barclays
0: Center, which was a unique experience. It was and thank my you for our friend?
1: Um, we'll we'll uh, do a proper like retweet at at Beacon uh, as a experimental EDM band, you know, from Brooklyn. Oh, here comes Chris. All right, uh, let's. What, what is the you? next thing you're going to hear? Yeah. Is, is Chris. It's yeah. <laughs> Chris. Right, sec. So I was watching. Uh, I was watching some of your uh, videos. I watched Death Wish, and I saw you had quite a quiver of, of Nets jerseys. Uh, was, that a, was that a Chris Humphreys jersey I saw come out of there?
2: Uh, that, that was, actually. That, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was purchased uh, at The Rock, which, and wow. I feel like they had to make that individually. They were not any store-ready yeah. Humphreys jerseys, yeah. remember that was sort of special made for me. Um, yeah. But you know, you know, that was that was during the Kardashian era, which didn't really have much to do with it. I was you know, he seemed like a hard worker, good rebounder, not the greatest player of all time, but you know, I always thought he was pretty solid, so I, I respected him.
1: Well, I just appreciate it. Uh just it's a it's a commitment to a, a well rounded Jersey collection to have to have a workhorse like Chris Humphreys on board. Um so you're you're a Jersey guy, you're born and raised in New Jersey, is that correct?
2: Yes, uh born and raised in Monmouth County. Um which some people consider southern New Jersey. Generally, people mm. in North Jersey. But I think, and if you look at a map, it's true. It's dead center. Yeah. Um. Right by Great Adventure. For those of you who need a, you know, have that as as a as, as a landmark <laughs> yeah. in that area.
1: <laughs> I've been to that Great Adventure. Uh. So is it? So I was on the on your Wikipedia, of course, in, in preparation for us. Uh. Is it town Is that is that correct? Is that
2: uh Im- Imlay's town Imlay's town, Imlay's town Imlay's which Imlay's. is exit eleven on one ninety five.
1: So I. I gotta tell you, it's a charming little town, Mike. I I went, hopped on Trulia right away. <laughs> that's how. That's your research <laughs> yeah. center. <laughs> yeah, I took a quick left onto under real estate. Uh, but it's yeah, it's a nice little rural New Jersey
0: area, Mike. Oh, that's a lot. well. Brian is also Brian's also a Jersey guy. Yeah, Mike is from Virginia. Maryland. Maryland. <laughs> Sorry, I always forget. Yeah. So the so how this podcast began is weird. I'm not a Nets fan. I'm a, w- a Wizards fan. Uh, I'm from Maryland, okay. and Brian and I roomed together at Syracuse yeah. sophomore year, Yeah. and Brian was, is, and was the only Nets fan that I've ever known. I've yeah. now grown my circle of Nets fans, but... To, like, a few. But okay. Brian famous, famously would wear, I think it was Vince Carter or Kenyon Martin jersey.
1: You know jersey. what, I, let, I had a signed Vince Carter jersey. <clears throat> I used to wear
0: uh, Kenyon Martin jersey pretty regularly,
1: Um, but I had a signed... I feel
2: like we probably, it seems like we might have been hooked yeah. By the same era. Pretty... I, I would assume that a lot of, you know, when we were, were close, close, close to the championship and didn't quite make it, but that sort of yeah. somewhat magical two-year run, but then also the few years around it, we were also very good. That's truly when I got hooked. Yeah,
1: so like, so the 2000, 2001 era, uh, 2002. Um, so I'm assuming that you're a, a huge advocate of Kenyon Martin and everything that he does in, in this life <laughs> as I am. Um...
2: I, yeah, I, I always thought he... He was, you know, had like, I thought star talent, but also they like had this cool sort of just like, you know, dig it out mentality. I, yeah, I always thought he was, uh, he was a great player. He, he seemed like a great teammate. I, I mean, I've, I've never met him, but um, <laughs> I always, I always was a, was a big fan of him for sure.
1: Yeah.
2: I remember, I, I, I can't really, I remember very specifically one dunk in one of our Knicks sweeps mm. in that era, playoff sweeps, where he just had this like thunderous dunk and I was like, oh man. Yeah. Love that guy. Love those, that guy. Those, that, that moment really sticks out for Kenyon and
0: me. Those sweeps are probably the the sweetest moments of of uh, maybe my experience. and those Kenyon Martin dunks are like yes, that is both. so desperate. If there was any guy who was like one eighth of Kenyon on this team right now, it's it'd trip, make it's him Trevor Booker's. Trevor exactly, Booker exactly that actually is literally one eighth <laughs> of Kenyon Martin. Um, how so? So was there at growing up? Was there like a moment where you could have been a Knicks fan, or was Nets was, that was just going to be it?
2: Um. Well, if I'm Truth be told, I was sort of a Shaq fan, which also Mm. had New Jersey roots because he was born in Newark, and we actually had the same birthday, and he was just, you know, just as a kid, just a very exciting player. Um, But honestly, no, I I think that the Knicks, being maybe, especially being from not neither the Philadelphia suburbs nor the New York suburbs, sort of in between, that I never really, I felt sort of connected to neither, and sort of proud, and um, wanting to showcase the New Jersey-ness of, of, you know, how I thought I was and growing up and stuff. So the Knicks were always somewhat distasteful. I was also raised to hate the Yankees. Good, yeah. Um, proper, so sort of a, a general reason. distaste for yeah. the New York, you know, the older brother New York sports teams. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I, just, I always thought that the idea of New Jersey across the chest was, was something that was, was very powerful to me. It remains powerful for me, yeah. actually. Uh, but no, no chance on the Knicks.
1: Do you, do you have a West Coast team currently? Do you have someone you're watching?
2: Um, I mean, I feel like i i watch I watch the national games. Uh, yeah. I don't really follow any West Coast I mean yeah. you know I, I i I hope the Warriors don't win, yeah. not that I think Kevin Durant made like I think that's totally he was well within his rights to make the choice he made, but it's also just kind of annoying to see them win all the time. Yeah. um you know, I guess it's hard to see Willard do so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or whomever our various X nets are that yeah, are right. that are currently thriving.
1: I got to tell you, Chris, it sounds like we are just lockstep with our fans here. <laughs> this is this is remarkable. I don't think I've ever met somebody like this. Um, so I was I was watching I was listening to your album "Dams of the West." Very good for anyone who hasn't checked it out yet. Um, and I picked up on this one little tidbit in in Death Wish where you talk about. Uh, butchering cows in montana is that based on a on a personal experience that you had in, <laughs> in actually montana butchering cows uh
2: yes actually that's that's a uh, true to rip, ripped from the headlines okay um, so here's
1: another strange I, thing i did a couple of months as a cattle rancher in montana i know it's crazy i, I was know, woofing I, did you were you woofing
2: i i was woofing yeah
1: yeah i was woofing <laughs> is it, where, where'd you go uh,
2: i was in this a very small town called McAllister, Montana, which yeah. is outside of Bozeman.
1: Yeah, we were in uh, willsaw. It was a town of 200 people. Wow. I went to an actual square dance, like Hoot Nanny, and they had a whiskey wagon. They drove up to this thing. What's a whiskey wagon? It's just a, a wagon of whiskey. It's like an it's like an RV. They sell beer out of basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. But yeah, it was great. And so, so you actually worked the uh, the cows.
2: Yeah, well, I was there. I, I so I chose to do it after. Um, I played drums in a band called Vampire Weekend, sure. and so we had done two, we had just sort of finished two album tours back to back, and we had done pretty well, and I just sort of thought as a balancing measure, you know, I felt so lucky to, to be doing what we were doing, and I knew we yeah. had a little bit of time off, that I was like, you know what, every time we've driven through Montana, it seems so, so incredible, like, what's a cool way to spend some time there? Yeah. And that was, yeah, so I, I, I did the woof, so I worked on a, on a cattle ranch, a grass-fed cattle ranch. Um, so there was only, the butchering was a minimal part of it. Yeah, but that was there was a few days of that. I was mainly there during the calving season. So so, so there's for, a little bit of I was essentially an auxiliary dog. Yeah, running cows into into various pets. That's what I, I was. I was the I guy.
1: Fun. I was the guy with the the cattle prod. I just zapped him in the butt. That's that's all I, I got to say for the uneducated yeah. woofers. Woofing is yeah. that what we're talking about here? Yeah. What is woofing? Yeah. Uh, you handle it, Chris. What, what you know what woofing is?
2: I believe I forget what the exact acronym is, but it's something. Along the lines of worldwide organic farmer, something rather where essentially you—it's like a database of farms that will accept labor and they give you room and board. Yeah. essentially.
1: Just look it up. It's willing workers on so organic. So it's farms. taking the, co- it
0: the co-op theory of a grocery store to sort of like the ground level of agriculture. No, it's like it's just a—it's a thing for you know
1: if you want to have an organic farm and and you don't have like. You just want to have basically hippies come stay on your property. and, and like it's a pick, beautiful thing. Pick your It and amazing. stuff. That's pretty much what I did. Uh, yeah, I didn't work the cows every day. But, yeah, we had to inoculate them one day, and it was a whole to-do. They are a handful
2: of <laughs> Let me tell you. They, they really are. I almost I got – yeah, go I think one of, the, one of the best compliments I've received in my adult life was after this sort of – this very intense day of calving and branding and probably similar to what you were doing, yeah. this old, like, 65-year-old cowboy dude. Sort of who I had been partnered up with randomly looked over to me and was like, "Not bad, kid." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Thanks, is, man. Sweet. Thanks, that man. I I did not
1: get that, and and I actually <laughs> and I got. Uh, uh, I was looked down upon because a- after oh, yeah. after it finished, they all gathered around and had uh, a bunch of Dr. Peppers that were just sitting in the sun, that were rolling around the back of a guy's truck, <laughs> just hot Dr. Peppers. And I was like, I I'll pass, thank you. They were handing them out to and people, they were like he- really. He passed, not. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I was also a vegetarian at the time, so they really I I could oh, not have I weird. could not That's have a, looked uh, worse. Uh, choice, then. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, couldn't have looked worse. Um, Although, one
2: other Montana thing is actually I really bonded with my my cattle rancher by watching the NBA playoffs together. Oh, that's nice. We would every night just sort of after dark to sort of sit down and watch. And that was the year that a kid won his ring. So wow. that was, that was a nice, a nice form getting his due.
0: So did you, if you can remember back to that time, were you happy for Jason Kidd, And do you now hate him or where are you with Jason Kidd?
2: Um, I guess I find some of his off the court issues more problematic than like various power grabs. Sure. I think, uh, I was like, I thought it was sort of cool and somewhat poetic, like him coming back so soon, you know, to coach and like, you know, being such a pillar of the franchise was cool. Um, I mean, it's, you know, i I probably have larger problems with Billy King. Um, <laughs> so what, I don't know what his role in all of that was, but, uh, I, you know, I think I wished him well, specifically in that particular, in his Mavericks run, you know, the Nets had really, really declined. So I did, I don't think I was particularly like, I didn't wish him ill at that point. Uh, I remember being like, you know, we were so close in those two years, I'm glad he got one.
0: So, mm-hmm. Billy King, what, what's, what's, <laughs> I could guess what your issue would be with Does Billy he, King. Is he,
2: a, is he a fan, is he a fan of the podcast? He, he well,
0: yeah, his, his fake Twitter <laughs> account is, but I don't think the actual <laughs> okay. Billy King is. I did see him on the street. Uh, like a year ago. Really? You didn't tell me that. Yeah, in full, well, looking great in full Nets gear. Wow. And I was thinking of walking up to him, but, like, where do I go after that? And be like, hey, I do a podcast about the Nets, and everyone that listens to us dislikes you. Yeah. Just every single person <laughs> dislikes you. You know what I always you.
1: think is really embarrassing is, like, if you've ever seen, sometimes they'll take teams of any any sports team, really, to, like, China or Russia, and right. everywhere they go, they have to dress head-to-toe in, in like, startups for the team. That's got to be humiliating. What, what to th- be out there? Don't like, you think you're, you had yeah. to walk around because that's your only totally
0: identity? Yeah. At that point, when you were in that, I really stripped that away. from So, B- Billy King, give us your your take. Your exci- Why why you dislike him?
2: Uh, well, I wouldn't say this is a particularly hot take, but it seemed <laughs> like you made a number of bad decisions that oh, have sort of hamstrung the franchise. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, I, my Mike, Mike doesn't I dislike understand. bad decisions. I feel like that's there something. was a directive from probably Prokhorov or something of like win me the back page, like, I want to take over the post-sports page, like, mm. outdo the Knicks at their own crappy game, essentially. Yeah. Um, and so he did that move, uh, but it was <laughs> like, so I don't know how much of it was like his, like, if he was pitching it, like, this is a great deal for us. Or he <laughs> was sort of like under the gun to like make a move, to make to make a splash. Yeah. But in either case, the turnout is like, has been pretty bad.
0: I'm still surprised there's have been – I mean, I know there have been so many people that have taken sh- shots of that deal and uh, tried to written about it that the deal, but I still haven't felt like I have the definitive – like, was that purely Billy King, or was that um, – did the Celtics pitch it first, essentially? Oh, Who, Mike, we'll
1: never know. We'll never know the real
0: story. That's there. what I want to know. I want to know how involved Prokhorov was in that deal. Here, did he what, simply sign off on it, or was he pushing for it the whole time, something here, like that? Here's what I heard, is that he – was a
1: gung-ho on the Paul Pierce element, and then it got out of hand with the KG, like the and
0: then the picks went crazy. And then that's, you know, I don't know. I don't want to speculate here. Right. And I think the third the third first-round pick that had to get added because of Gerald Wallace's contract or something like that, which now is like... It's ancient history, Mike. Can we... You know. Oh, yeah. Let's move on. Let's, <laughs> let's talk current nets. <laughs> so uh, we were talking, um, you, you are not currently in the Brooklyn, New Jersey... Area.
2: I'm I'm currently not in the yes broadcast range.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So how much how much NBA slash Nets are you consuming? I mean, you're you're working on your music. So what what's kind of how how does your uh music career intersect with your basketball fandom at this point? Essentially, yes.
2: Um. You know, I mean, I definitely it's definitely been good for me seeing a lot of different NBA stadiums. You know, like if we have days off and say Salt Lake City, go see a Jazz game. Uh. It once we once Vampire Weekend reached a bus level, then some, for some reason the buses had like the East Coast mm-hmm. cable package, yeah. no matter where we were in the country, so I could still check in, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> check in on Iron Iron and the Czar. Uh, but um, but you know yeah I mean I I definitely I can say that I probably paid less attention this year. Just I've
0: it's been a tough year. It's, it's, it's it has been like it's not. Yeah,
2: yeah. We're a bad. We're not a very good team, yeah. and we don't have a pick next year. So just it feels a little bit hard to uh, to maintain like total diehard status. Yeah. But you know, I see. I definitely when I'm home, I do. I I do see a bunch of games. Like I saw the Spurs game, which was fine, I guess. Yeah. We were up in the second, <laughs> second quarter. Uh, you know, I mean, I do think it seems like Marks is a smart guy. Um, you know, I guess Yogi sort of notwithstanding, um, mm. but. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess as a fan, you kind of take the long view Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's not 2001, 2002 right now, but, you know, I think it's a young team. I feel like once we get out from under this deal, we're going to, you know, have as much of a chance to be as good as anybody. And I feel like finally, by by building a team from the ground up, as opposed to just sort of like trying to nab a star or two and like expect it to work, I feel like it's probably going to be a... is going to make for a way better team uh, in the long run, or at least that's what I hope.
1: What What is it like to see a game in Salt Lake City? I I've, I think <laughs> I've only ever been to Knicks and Nets game, or I've been to a Chicago game once. That's it. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, but not that uh, it many. Was
2: cool. I mean, I feel like especially especially in some of the like the smaller markets, like yeah. people are just hyped. I've, uh, I've I've been
1: to Salt Lake City, and it's pretty weird. I'll say that. I had a weird. I got a weird vibe the whole time I was there. Um,
2: I mean, you know, it's. I I I like. I mean, I like sort of that whole mountain. Yeah. No, I mean, I like, I, I like it. The, the I snow like caps it. are right outside of town, but. Uh, it was empty. Know, it the, felt the totally empty Joe. to
1: me, though. That was the thing. It was like, and then it, I would see people here and there, but not like walking around that much, but like inside the stores, and it looked like they were like, they had just, just got new stuff from Hot Topic, a lot of them. It was, that right. kind of,
2: yeah. <laughs> it was like right, yeah. I that think kind of, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of teenage angst, yeah. uh, all over the country. But uh, but it, yeah, I think in yeah. those sort of smaller city, sort of smaller cities, I feel like there's a lot of that. But yeah. there's also a lot of very contented people too. So no, uh, no. especially having traveled so much, you know, I I feel like every city has its pluses and minuses, including you know New York for that.
0: Sure, matter. sure. Can I ask you a non-musician to musician question real quick? Sure. Um, when you go to a show. The lead singer, whoever everyone's up there, he says, Wow, this crowd's great tonight. Do you, are crowds different? Like, do you feel oh, the vibe on, of crowds okay. that are different when you're performing? Is there a thing of a good crowd as a musician?
2: Absolutely. Um, I mean, I, sometimes, like, if it gets, if the venue is, is, gets to a certain size, it's kind of hard to tell because you can only see the first like five, ten rows, whatever. Um, but I think for most like normal-sized clubs and theaters and stuff, 100%, you can tell if people are into it. You can tell if like there, not to get too mystical, but there is a certain amount of energy that you like. You can just sense is there, um, and that it's harder to manufacture your excitement mm. if you feel like the sort of dead air in the room. For sure. Um, but I, I don't really have like a, any like advanced metric to. to uh, <laughs> to you know put, put on a scale or something for that but i can't say for sure there are some shows where you feel like well oh, this crowd's not really into it mm-hmm. all right and then some days like oh man this is dope have you, have you uh, ever been able more to often dope than not but yeah have you ever been able to
1: like seize on the not dopeness and make it dope is there a way to do that reliably
2: it's, I think it depends on the mood that everyone's yeah. in. Like, if you've yeah. just had like a long drive and you're like not feeling it, then yeah, yeah. you probably just lean into it and be like, "All right, well then we're not gonna," you know, yeah. like, "All right, only uh, <laughs> one of those nights." But, but in general, but in general, I mean, yeah, I think it's I don't know. In some some ways, that's like more fun. Yeah. For the the people on stage, when it's like you kind of feel more connected because it's kind of a weird vibe. But I would say definitely that th- those shows those shows are in the minority for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, here's a question that I always ask everybody that I've actually maybe never asked you, Mike. Oh, it's strange. You know know why? (laughs) It's because you don't play basketball. But I ask this. So, two-part question. Do you play basketball? And if so, who, whose game does your game most resemble?
2: Um. It's
1: a personal question. Very personal.
2: Yes. Uh, (laughs) I do play basketball. Not quite as regularly as I used to. I used to be in, like, in, like, leagues in Brooklyn and stuff. Oh, yeah. Now I essentially play like once a year, at like a charity game in yeah. Montreal. At the height, at the, uh, at the pinnacle but, of your game. Um, uh, let's see who would who would I d-
1: like? Are you not, sh- are you shooting through You know, what, or, you know
2: what, Here, here. This, this will bring it full circle. Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of the Chris Humphreys straight wow. up. Wow, wow, um, it's a great. Choice. You know, like I praise in eighth yourself. Grade, I was a little bit more of a scorer, but yeah. as like I've gotten less tall relatively to everyone else.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, I hustle hard, play good D. Yeah. Usually get a few boards and like a seal or two.
1: Dunk like and an a, ox. Like,
2: yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a little less, I'm a little less, uh, <laughs> little less hulky than him, I would sure. say, but um, but I think the style of play and the mentality is probably not too dissimilar.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was always like Hashim to beat without the height. I <laughs> was that was my game. <laughs> was um, bad. I was also was very tall at a young age, and then just stopped growing. Yeah, and everyone else called up to me and but i you made sure to retain all of the awkwardness all the awkward yeah. like because you like there's a, the big guy mentality of like um you could go one of two ways but there's the big guy mentality of like oh i'm bigger than everyone else i don't want to crush them so i'm going to be passive that's just how i was on the court i wasn't gonna i, I was just gonna float by yeah. more comfortable right. sort I of mean, down the perimeter I feel like
2: at where i am at six two like in most adult leagues i'm kind of like a guard two maybe three but I never learned guard skills because I was always wow. playing like center and and the four. It sounds like, like you're playing so,
1: playing in some competitive leagues to me. That's yeah, six two.
0: Jeez,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I I the, the the last league I played in was competitive, and I actually found it kind of annoyingly so. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
2: like I enjoy running up and de- like, but not really like. No. The aggro, like, Fah! yeah. You know, that stuff <laughs> I find sort of distasteful. You, you ever but, get into um, a fight? One of those things. No, there uh, there was definitely yeah I. I'm not a yapper, but like there was definitely yapping and yelling, but I, I just sort of found it annoying.
1: I've, uh, I just felt like I've been in those leagues, exactly those kinds of leagues. And I just felt like there's like a bunch of white collar dudes who are just using it to get their, (laughs) their anger out, um, on a daily basis. Um, my my guy is David Lee, I think. Just just, just long twos for me. That's that's
0: <laughs> That's what I do. David Lee, that's fair. Yeah. I can see that. I mean you do have some game. You have some solid game. Your back usually gives out it, at some point. I got, a new, I got a new back. I got a new back. Um so so tell us so uh, sort of part of the reason why you're on the pod is about your solo project. Just give us a sense of what's going on, what are you doing? So if people want to support a Nets fan musically, what would they have to be yeah. doing? Uh
2: well my, so yeah the bands that that uh, I've been in for a while is called Vampire Weekend three albums in stores now uh but I have an album coming out on February 24th so soon um it's called Youngish American and the the name of the project the band's called Dams of the West as in Hoover mm-hmm. um and yeah I mean I I think I actually there's not any specific nets references but there are a lot of <laughs> I I think a lot of I think you know, sports is part of my worldview. And as, yeah. is, uh, is, you know, as, so there is, there are a lot of sports references, none that specific, but I will say that um, I feel like when I was writing this album like a year and a half ago now, it really kicked off when, when <laughs> the, you know, when we played the Hawks in, in round one, mm-hmm. and I remember I went to like, game, like game four, I didn't go to, but that was like such an exciting game. Mm-hmm. And I remember like getting hyped and then sort of, dealing with the emotions of like ah oh, here we go again of, of sort <laughs> of the loss in the knockout so i don't know something about that actually lodged some dislodged some stuff and actually started writing songs soon thereafter oh, wow. uh... so so the specter of darren williams uh... double overtime oh. performances is, is somewhere in
1: there yeah maybe the only
0: good thing darren williams yielded. oh gosh <laughs> don't even bring him up please yeah. um... so
2: he should have just signed a Dallas man that's where he wanted to be yeah. that's he should where have we'll, just gone there
0: and that's the thing i think the so there's so many players that like you can look back and like Dwight Howard could have been a net or all or Darren Williams didn't really ever wanted to be a net. Uh, right. Carmelo kinda wanted to to come to the team where really wanted to no, be with the no, Knicks. No, he did not. he kind of there's a there's no. I think it was an inch of him where he maybe thought he wanted to be part of the Nets. He mostly wanted to be part of the Knicks. Um but I don't know. At this point it's it's gonna be interesting. So there's a rumor out now about Brook Lopez. His name's being kind of shopped. We talked to Ian Eagle last week, actually, and he spoke about how the Nets wanted two first-round picks. Um, if you're if you're looking around, just like Nets Nets' way of future, if they lose Brook Lopez. Let's say, let's say if I, they get two first-round picks for him, are you happy for that, or are you then not just not going to watch any other game? Well, first,
1: first things first. Do you have a Brooklyn Lopez jersey in your quiver? That'll that'll inform a lot.
2: I, I do actually. That's the only Brooklyn Nets gear I have, uh-huh. and this is a bit of interesting. This isn't even a humble. This is kind of a brag, brag. But uh, Vampire Weekend played Barclays.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, a few Sweet. years ago, so they actually, if you play, they kind of if you want to, they kind of give you a few like team shop things. Um, so that, that, so I acquired my Brooke Lopez Jersey, uh, there, um,
0: did your fellow bandmates do that because you're such a Nets fan (laughs) was, I mean, I know, I I feel like
2: it's a somewhat standard thing that they just like, Hey, if you want some stuff from the shop, but I did actually, this was very important to me, obviously, is I actually came on stage with five jerseys on. And peeled <laughs> one off every few songs. Genius. So it was like it was like Kid Kittles, yeah. uh, Carter. You know, just whatever. Uh, it actually got mentioned in the New York Times review, which is one of the few times my uh, name popped up uh, alone. Yeah. But um, in terms of Lopez, I mean, I think he's a, he's a really good player. It seems like you know his foot seems fairly sturdy at this point, or his ankle, or whatever it was. Um, mm-hmm. But are we going to win a championship with him? Probably not. Yeah. uh so I feel like if you get, and it seems like we're so we're like tanking without the tank without like the the <laughs> the positive aspect of that, so I feel like you know if I feel like draft picks and really building and just leaning into the youngness and yeah. the the building a team i mean I think he's been a great player he seems like a good guy he seems like he's enjoyed being a net for whatever downsides there have been mm-hmm. um so i mean but if yeah I think if you get two first rounders for that, I and maybe uh, later, I don't know I mean that's, they're
1: they're talking about getting a protected first rounder and Alexis horrible. Ajinka.
2: a yeah, so,
0: it's horrible so is that, yeah because this is with the pelicans because apparently the pelicans want to uh, get a center and they're talking with Jaleel Local about Jaleel Local with the Sixers and with their offerings a of two thousand and eighteen, not even a two thousand and seventeen and it'd be protected, and it'd be Alex Ajinka, which is, you know, included, which I don't think anyone wants included into any deal yeah. <laughs> that they could possibly make. Um, but, you know, we're coming down. We were two weeks away. Next week we're going to speak to Bobby Marks from The Vertical, so hopefully we'll get some info about what the Nets may do, and hopefully by then maybe the Nets will have done something, so we'll see. <laughs> um, so, again, thank you for joining us, by the way. Um, just tell us real quickly if they want to get more information about you, your new project. What, where should they be looking? What, they, what should they be doing? Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, if you if you go to your favorite search engine, which for me is Google, just ah. put in "Dams of the West." All of the various uh, <laughs> outlets and social medias will will soon appear. Uh, yeah, we're actually starting on February twentieth. We're going to be going on a fairly extensive nationwide tour, yeah. um, opening for this band called Black Joe Lewis. Very excited. So yeah, if uh, I'm assuming that most of the Nets fans are concentrated in the tri-state area, but if yeah. there happens to be one, you know, somehow chill out in Columbus, Ohio. You should come <laughs> say hi when we're when we come through. Nice,
0: all right, perfect. Well, let, Chris, thank you for joining us. Um, and maybe we'll catch you later on down the road when the Nets get to the championship in 2028. Nah, before that, before 2028. That. 2028.
2: Uh, be I'm good. thinking like 2024. Yeah. 2024. Let's, let's, let's be a little optimistic. All right, I'll call you then. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks, Chris. Bye.
1: Uh, hey, Mike. Yes. Good news. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Wow. Uh, You get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash almighty. Ooh. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your phone, your your, your Android, your iPhone, Kindle, or MP3 player. Um, So for you, the listeners... Of 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 what's it called? The Glue Guys podcast, certain <laughs> name here. Audible oh, is <laughs> offering a free audio download, thirty day trial. Uh, give you the opportunity to check out their service. So I I have actually done this, Mike. You've done this too. I I'm would what book you to suggest different one than you've ever than you've ever thought. Which one? Fifty Shades of Gray. I'm going I'm going cover to cover on Fifty Shades of Gray. I can't get enough. A little light BDSM. I like it. I can't. What what? Judge you me. like some what? Do you not know what BDSM is, Mike?
0: Oh, BDSM. I thought it was la BDA. I thought it was like some French word that meant no BDSM. Um,
1: <laughs> did you, you? you tell me. You're, you just came back from Bali. Um. Anyways, so that's. Are you really doing this? No. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I, okay. I really this is am. an act. Course, okay. Yeah. No. But. I okay, actually good. do do Audible. This is an app, people. <laughs> I actually do do Audible. No, I know uh, you. Yeah, 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 but not, and, yeah. And yeah. it's really good. Uh, if you're sitting at your desk and you listen to a lot of stuff, it's super easy to just fly around on on the trial.
0: I mean, especially our 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 fan base here, tri-state area, trains, people are on their trains, pop it on. Yes. Zone out. Yes. So that's uh, www.audibletrial.com
1: backslash almighty. And you fill out a little thing, and then you got a 30 day free trial, and you can close out if you want at the end of 30 days or not, or just keep going and keep on trucking like I've been doing. Beautiful. Um, okay, back to uh, what we were doing. That's enough of that. Oh my God. I you. Hey Mike, that was a great conversation we just had. I don't know if this. Yeah, go thank you, Chris
0: me. Thompson again from Dams of the West, but and also Vampire this is a solo Vampire Weekend drummer, what Dams of the guys. West solo project. Check them out, seriously. Yeah. Um, Nets fan. I mean, if you just if you Google them, you'll see. Nets fandom is pretty authentic. Super sweet guy. And we only let authentic Nets fans on here. I'm just going to
1: go to the stupid thing that you want to talk about already, <laughs> which is. Oh wait, did wait? I thought I saw someone. Oh wait, here it is. Um. This is male. This is this is cheer boy. Hang on, here we go. We're time. It's Sean Mandela. Was that high enough, Mike? Are you sure?
0: Yeah, you were certainly high enough.
1: Um, burn.
0: Audio so burn. Sean
1: is is we we just touched on this a little bit in the, uh, the interview we just had, but obviously Brooke Lopez and Waj have been linked together in Twitter world, and so Mike wants to talk about i think we have to it's on top of everyone's (laughs) mind people want to hear about this i got
0: so excited when i saw it out there on the internet because i knew i could finally talk about brooke lopez trade.
1: so just do it just get it all out i'm not even gonna bother with you
0: okay so the the basics if you haven't seen is that uh it first started off that the sixers and pelicans were talking about a trade of which sending Julia loco to the pelicans for 2018 Mm -hmm. protected first round pick and alex ajinka um which we talked about in our podcast with chris thompson our interview um then Woj started tweeting, 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 and then in it he said the Pelicans are are looking around the league for centers, and one the only name that he mentioned outside of Julia Local for was Brooke Lopez. Of course, everyone starts tweeting at us, at BK glue Guys, because they know we are the premier home for Brook Lopez trade discussions. <laughs> that is our brand. And yeah, they, they support it. You're, you're, and they're your head here for is it. the
1: premier home for Brook Lopez <laughs> trade discussions.
0: Um I don't know. I mean, if that would be the trade, if it would be um, Alex Ajinka and a 2018 pick. It's
1: crap, Mike. It's crap. It's Thank not going to happen. Nobody cares. It's fake. It's fake do you news. Have, do, you it's it's do you have It's a Baby Boy? Do you have It's <laughs> a Baby Boy? No, wait. I
0: got to do something better. It's dumb. dumb. Too loud again, Mike? No, we're just too loud. But anyways. Um, we're partying, man. I just want to say, the, so some people may not understand, the reason why 2018 is unattractive is because that draft is not going to be as good as this draft. This draft is crazy good. That draft could be good, but no one really knows. Mm-hmm. So that's why the Pelicans are doing that. Like, the Nets are not going to do that. This. They
1: say it's a great draft every year. Don't this, be is a a draft. this is a great draft.
0: This is a great draft. I mean, the thing that would be interesting about it, well, we spoke to Iron Eagle last week, and he again said that they want two first-round picks, the Nets would, for Brooke Lopez. So this deal wouldn't even happen. Um, something that I thought of. Which could, could work. But he didn't... mention Alexis Ojinkos in the deal. I mean, you oh, gotta... No, that's true. move the goalposts back a
1: bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a deal I came up with mm-hmm. is this year's first-round pick from the Pelicans, Buddy Healed, and then the, the Nets would then have to take Solomon Hill, who's been awful, and he's got a big contract. Dude, have you watched Omer Buddy Asik? Heald lately? He's trash. I want him. Okay. I want Buddy Healed on this team. And Omar Oshik, who's awful, also awful, and also it's a long contract. You take both of those bad contracts plus Buddy Heal in the first time pick of this year and you give them Brooke and Boyan. And I think to me that would be something I would be very interested in and happy with. I want Buddy I think you you can't give up on a guy like Buddy. No, Hill. I mean I get it. Yeah. He's trash now. Yeah, he's trash now, but yeah. yeah he could be Yeah, you're selling well. You're selling low. So there you go. So the the Brooks name has just again been thrown out there, but there's not from Nets people. Yeah. It's been thrown out there from Pelicans people.
1: This next question you're gonna like a lot, Mike. It's from your boy, Jack Manuel. Hey, Jack. So everyone's got uh, interesting names, Mandelo, Manuel, there's a lot of... Uh... Anyways, Jack is... Sex says this, you're going to like this, Mike. What advice do you have for two Aussie guys starting up in the basketball podcast game? Cheers, Jack. Well, thanks for listening, Jack. Also, thanks to Sean Mandela for listening. Love you guys emailing in that's part of Gmail. hard love,
0: beautiful. Um, what advice do you have, Mike? If you're going to start the podcast game, um, find a good friend to do it with. Wow, that's so nice of you. That's not true. Um, get ad money,
1: Ad money. figure yeah. out ways to sell just, out early and fast yeah just no here's, here's what I think. <laughs> I think that um, I like to come to each each podcast. I think about this in my head like it's like a first date you know I want to present uh-huh. the best version of myself, not to you. Not to you. I'm dating the this, the list, and you, then, and part of that comes whoa, with a little wait. bit of preparation. The, you you I you want to try say,
0: on a first date to present the best part of yourself. Yeah, that's that, the opposite that's the of what you want to do. That's the wrong way of doing it. Huh? You want to show them the bottom of the barrel because then Sorry. all you're doing is building yourself up throughout the relationship. If you right. show the best Smart. part of yourself, yeah, you're screwed because yeah. you have nowhere
1: to go. But, but so I just show down. up to their house in pajamas with a bag of hard drugs and. And a at nintendo well, that is your <laughs> best self no that's your best self <laughs> uh, say, the opposite and say let's party um no people like to party hard that's what it's all ultimately you don't like mike for example he'll tell you you don't have to be right about almost literally anything right as long as you you're don't passionate. offend people while you're doing it right actually you don't even do that I don't i'm know, not what, sure I, yeah. what do i do i don't know yeah, yeah. no you're great you're great you're done in, in all seriousness it's just about Doing it over and over again. That's that's just keep at it. Think of some think of three good gimmicks. Yeah. That's it. And drops, audio drops. It fills up the whole show and it's amazingly fun. Yeah. And next up, speaking of which is Boy. Louis Torres. Thank you for shouting or for hitting us up, Luis Luis. Luis. Um, right? who is better on trade, Billy King or Donald Trump? Killing it. Killing the Donald Trump game. Great
0: call. Uh next question.
1: <laughs> this is not a politics podcast.
0: It would actually be Donald Trump. Even
1: though right. uh Mike voted for Gary Johnson. Just kidding. He didn't. Um I
0: would never. I'm a journalist, I don't reveal my vote.
1: Next up. Cheer boy. Jose. That's G N Y R from Nets daily What's up? What's up, dude?
0: Thanks, man. Um constantly tweets at us and we love you.
1: Um we do love you. Uh what nets of trade value? Okay. Patrick. Well, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> let's see if I can figure this one out. Uh, Brooke, Boyan, Kilpatrick, uh, Levert. Booker? Lynn, Booker,
0: m- not really McCullough, not really Whitehead, but a little bit. I'm not going to count Lavert and Whitehead just because I think they're not going to, no. as I Eagle said, they're not going to include them. You wouldn't include these draft picks. They're weird. So they're a different class. Yeah. Brook Boy on Booker. Booker's a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. Lin does, but not right now. I'm not gonna. Um Yeah. Randy Foy. And Randy Foy. The- Randy Foy's gonna be on some contender. I just he's probably gonna be on Cleveland.
1: And and just like we said, nobody's gonna be screaming Randy Foy's name, name after a game winner. Except
0: <laughs> except when they die. Except when, when that, that happens. When exactly that happens. The highlight of the year. Um Mike, what else we got? Anything? Um, just that I think, you know, we have another, so we, I know we're on a run of guests. We've got another guest coming up next week. I think we mentioned in Chris's interview, mm-hmm. um, Bobby Marks from the vertical is supposed to come on next week. So we're going to talk to him about trade deadline stuff. Yeah. Um, it should be very interesting. Week after that, I booked a uh, former president, Barack Obama. I did tweet. That's good. Yeah. Um, he's apparently a basketball fan. I've heard he likes it. Yeah. Um, I tweeted at Kenyon Martin today to see if he wanted to come on the pod. I haven't heard. Did back. you? Yeah. Stop. If anyone knows how to get to Kenny Martin, oh, just please. email NetSpot at Gmail because I think that's the pinnacle, right? I just I just, just want to hear about his feud with Tim Thomas over and over again. I'm I'd, I'm just
1: gonna make him tell it again and again.
0: I think I think that's an interview we have to do in person. We we'll have to sit down. Yeah just Where do get you think out he of he He lives in like Houston though or Yeah, he probably somewhere. We'll yeah. fly out there. I got some points. But uh if anyone knows Kenny Martin, to, uh email us netspot at gmail.
1: Um another one in the can, another excellent show. That's it. Thank you. Um Um, Almighty Baller Network again. uh, Yeah. Um by the way, we're gonna at some point do one of their like around the NBA things. I'm gonna make a total jerk of myself and people are gonna find out that I only watch Nets games. (laughs) That'll be a problem. No, it's not true. I mean it's mostly true.
0: I mean well so yeah, so part of again if you if you're not aware we're on the Almighty Baller Network as well as being on Nets Daily. So if you are interested in other teams in the league for some reason, if you have two favorite teams Check out Almighty Baller Network. You may be satisfied by another team's offerings. It's basically like what we do for other teams. Um but we do it the best. So what's interesting about
1: us is my, that w- I, I'm, gl- I'm so glad I have a partner like you, Mike, because I really I don't feel as comfortable uh, like, you know, toting around my post articles, snippets, my, my scraps. So
0: again, I'll tweet it out. We're not our name's not in. The, I don't blame the editor. I under, I'm i in the news. I'm just days. saying you
1: like to uh, y- you don't shy away from what is it? What am I
0: trying to say? The, the little bit of grandstanding. It's OK with you. Yeah, that's what that's another key to podcasting. I get is it. Is inflate. Jack you hear it um, well, But again Check us out com. We'll be up there We're going to keep Collaborating we're, mm. We may have another Interview With uh, Down the line That we're working on Is that President Barack Obama President Barack Obama um, Former president Or do you still call him President I, I still call him President, president. Um, Not my president
1: Okay Good night everybody I Love you guys And girls Good night mm. Should I... Check
0: us out on Twitter be cool, cool guys. Oh yeah Oh, in iTunes, please. Um, oh, yeah, we got to do the ratings thing. Everyone's time please, us. please rate. That helps a lot because just rate the pod. Just give us a, a five star rating. We're <laughs> grandstanding. Okay, good night, everybody. Good night. Take care. Bye, bye.